Hello everyone and welcome back to Black Topics. Today's topic is about the new black militia group called the NFAC and those initials stand for Not Fucking Around Coalition. This organization was started by John J. Fitzgerald Johnson. He's a 51-year-old who I believe is currently living in the state of Georgia. He also ran as an independent in the 2016 presidential election, which a lot of people didn't know a black man was even running back then. We didn't know this, but we he wanted people to know that he did run for president in 2016. He's also has been in the military. So uh, he has started this uh, new black militia group. And um, he also goes by the name of Grand Master J. That is his militia name. And they made a large present on, I believe, July 4th of this year at Stone Mountain, Georgia. He said that is the home of the Klan where they like to rally at. So his militia group showed up that day and he said to the Klan and all the other white supremacist organizations, he said, we are here. He said, if you say you're gonna kill black people at eight o'clock, then we're gonna kill white people at 8.05. He said, we are here, where are you at? Cause you're always talking about y'all want a civil war. He said, so we here and we're ready. And um, he put that message out there to, you know, the Klan and all the other white supremacist organizations. Now, why did he start this black militia group? Well, he said he started this black militia because um, he said he really, really wanted to show um white supremacists that black people are ready for this civil war or holy war race war whatever you want to call it black people are getting ready for this since they keep talking about it so you know he's saying as black people you don't want to be caught off guard you want to be trained and ready for if it ever happens um uh, so he also is saying to the black community, don't consider them as the black police. He said, we're not gonna be coming around the black community acting like we police officers. He said, that is not what his um, organization is about. Because I, that's what I kind of thought, you know, I thought that they were gonna be like patrolling the black neighborhood since the police are not doing it. And he said, no, that's not what they're about. When they show up, they're about fighting for the justice of uh, black people, you know, so they show up in a presence and, you know, they will offer protection if a, if a black person needs protection, just like they offered protection for Rayshawn Brooks that was killed in Georgia. They offered protection to his, I believe it was his sister. So, you know, if you are a black person who um, is getting some kind of death threats for some reason because of a certain situation uh, with the police or something happened and you know you're getting death threats you can call them 
and you know if you feel um, you need to be protected at a certain place you go to then you can call them for protection just like you know you can call the nation of islam the nation of islam offers security you know uh, they offer security to different celebrities and or just you know people that are um important figures black people that fight for the civil rights of black people and they may go somewhere and say hey i need protection when i'm at this certain uh event and so you know they might offer protection to beyonce well beyonce um did her super bowl thing and a bunch of police officers say they didn't like it that she was dressed like a black panther at the super bowl and they said they weren't going to offer her any protection at her concert so that's when the nation of islam stepped in and said hey sister we'll offer you protection since they're not going to offer you protection and she gladly took them up on their offer well the nfac does the same thing so um that's what they're there for and they're also saying you know he's not currently taking any new members right now so those of y'all who may be interested in joining um this new black militia this is similar to like the black panthers but you know he's a little more smarter than the black panthers were you know i'm not saying the black Panthers weren't smart i'm just saying that they you know didn't know certain things were going on behind their back um but you know his organization knows these things and what i'm talking about is the black panthers didn't know uh about Quintel pro which uh basically that's a government thing where they're spying on a certain organization they're um infiltrating that organization so they're sending other black people that's working for the fbi they'll send them to become members of an organization to get the inside um, information of what's going on with that organization and trying to break apart that organization. And so the FBI was able to send black people in and, um, and get some of the Black Panthers to work with them. And, um, you know, they were able to break up the Black Panthers. And then they were a part of putting drugs in the black community in, uh, what was it, Oakland, California, and a lot of black people got hooked on drugs. So um, the Black Panthers just got kind of broke apart by the FBI. But this organization here knows that uh, law enforcement will try to infiltrate a black organization and they're gonna try to do their best not to allow that to happen with this organization. So they're very cautious of any black person trying to join them because he already said, I don't trust black people. He specifically said all black folks ain't kin folks, meaning that you can't trust all your own black people just because they black or they say they down with you doesn't mean you can trust them. And Grandmaster J, the leader of this NFAC uh, black militia group, doesn't trust all black people because he know some of them are sellouts. So he's trying his best, you know, not to um, get any sellouts in his organization. And if he thinks that you are even working with the police, they're going to kick you out uh, his militia group real quick. And you might get 
an ass whooping on the way out. So, um, if you are interested in joining his uh, organization, because he is looking to grow this NFAC to 1 million members. He wants to try to get this uh, all 50 states if possible. So he has a list of um, things he required in order to join his organization. And um, one, uh, one, he's looking for ex-military, uh, anybody, black person that has been in the military, he's really looking for military people to join. But if you don't have any military background, he will train you uh, how to shoot a gun, you know, um, or whatever, and be militant. He will give you all the training to be in his organization. And you, the requirement you have to be black to be in the NFAC. He is accepting no other uh, minorities or people of color. So if you're Asian, Mexican, whatever, Arab, you know, you're not allowed to join. He only wants black people in this organization. Um, he doesn't want any ex-cops, any retired cops, any cops, that, uh, anybody that's been a cop and got fired. You know, um, he just don't want anybody that's ever been a police officer uh, to be in uh, the NFAC. He said he don't trust them. He said anybody that's ever been in law enforcement, he don't trust them. So not allowed. You must be age 21 to join the NFAC. No, uh, anybody, uh, nobody under 21 allowed to, uh, to join this organization. Um, he said you must own a gun and you must be going to the shooting range at least once a month. So you must be a person that's able to own a gun. Now he said if you're a person that have ever been in trouble with the law, and maybe you got a felony or something, you know, uh, if he sees you fit uh, to be a part of their organization, you know, um, they will try to work with you to try to get whatever it is removed off your record so that you'll be able to obtain a gun and uh, be a part of the organization. And um, so he said, if you are interested in, in order to join, you have to find five other people that has the same, um, you know, like-minded idea as you have and to join the organization. So you just can't come by yourself and join. You got to bring five other people uh, with you that are ready to join this militia group. You know, they got the same beliefs that you have and they're ready to join. And he said he don't want no scary people. He said, if you're scary, if you're scared to shoot a gun, you're scared to stand up when you see a bunch of white people approaching, he said, we don't need you in the group. So if you got that scary mentality, he don't want you in uh, his organization. Uh, he also said you cannot join his organization if you are a member of Black Lives Matter or affiliated with Black Lives Matter in any type of way. You cannot be a member of the NFAC. He said he wants nothing to do with Black Lives Matter uh, protesters. He said because um, they're uh, they too soft. He said they want to sing songs and, and hold signs. He said and we're not about that. 
you know, Grandmaster Jay has a Malcolm X mentality, you know, it's like an eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth, you know, we're going to fight for our rights by any means necessary. And so, um, recently they showed up at the uh, Breonna Taylor um, protest. Well, it wasn't, they didn't actually show up at the protest. They arranged their own um, day that they wanted to come in and, and march through Louisville, Kentucky and going up to the, um, I guess they went to the city hall and made a speech about um, these officers not being charged, you know, so they've been um, been planning another uh, march down there again in Louisville, Kentucky. And, um, you know, when they show up, they don't just show up and take over a street, you know, so none of y'all don't think that, oh, how's they showing up just taking over a street? They're not doing that. He he, uh, actually contacts the city and talk with them about a day that they want to come and uh, march uh, and um, and and ask for justice for um, Rihanna Taylor. So they arranged this just like the Klan would do. The Klan, when they march through Atlanta, and some people are like, well, how is they marching through Atlanta? Why would you allow them to do that? You know, and people, and, and, you know, the city tells them, hey, they arranged this with the city. They pay money to the city to march on this day at this time. And so the city sends officers to offer them protection and uh, make sure, you know, nothing happens while they're um, doing their march. And so it's the same thing with the NFAC. They contact the city and say, we're going to march this day pay the money or whatever they have to pay the city to march and, and, and get the permissions to march on that day. The law enforcement is there to make sure that um, nothing uh, breaks out, you know, because they said they had a few white guys that did show up and, you know, uh, um, acted like they wanted to charge at them. But um, Grandmaster Jay has instructed all of his uh, members to not back down to anyone. He says, if someone points a gun at you, you point your gun back. He said, and then you shoot. Uh, He said, you don't shoot to injure. You shoot to take them out. He said, just like they would do you. So he said, that's why we call the no fucking around coalition because we're not playing with these people. And so, you know, um, and so he wants to get a million members and eventually they're going to have a million uh, march and his organization has females as well. So if you're a female, you can join and men as well. And he said, I don't know when he's planning on trying to do this. Probably won't be this year because it's going to take some time for him to get more members right now i think there's about 3500 members and from different states you know so if you're living in a state where uh, it's open carry um like michigan and ohio you know you want to go ahead and get your gun go to the range get you some shooting practices get you five people that might be interested in and um 
and joining this coalition and um and contact him through his uh i think he has a, a website or something called the info uh, info nfac.com i believe that's what it is and he also uh, has a youtube channel it's called the official grandmaster j um, channel so if you want to go on his youtube channel he uploads videos maybe once a week twice a week he got something called the morning mental where he speaks uh, and so you can see a lot of videos about um, the nfac coalition if you're interested in it and you know how some people just like oh this dude just clown he just leading this group and you know he's just climbing around and but um you know he says he's not climbing around so he's just saying i want my people to be prepared if there ever was a civil war or race war or whatever black people need to be prepared you need to be um ready and not uh, be caught off guard so uh, that's what he's trying to do. But eventually he wants to, he said, if, you know, we can't make progress over here in America as black people, you know, because, you know, the white supremacists, they're fighting very hard to keep control of America. They want to make America white again. And so, you know, uh, this leader of the NFAC is saying, well, if we can't, eventually get all our rights over here and get treated um, uh, equally, then we'll just have to go over to Africa. So he's already talking about Africa as well. He said, we'll go over there and we'll set up our, our militia over there and be ready over in Africa if they ever try to come over there and start saying, so he said, and I got people from other countries that will back me up uh, when I get over to Africa. You know, right now, being that he in America, he ain't got a whole lot of countries that will back him when it's come to America. But he says when he goes to Africa, he's got uh, people that he can contact in other countries that will join in with the NFAC and uh, will back his organization if, if ever comes a problem even over in Africa. So, but... You know, we if black people leave here and go to Africa, it shouldn't be no problem. You know, you say you didn't want us here. You didn't want to get along with us while we was here. They want to treat us right. You want to take our lives. You want to lock us up. You know, so if we leave here and go somewhere else over to Africa where we originally came from, hey, just don't worry about us. We gone. That's all they need to be happy about. Hey, they gone. So, um, you know. Um, and then when we go, they'll probably start harassing the Mexicans next. They'll be doing them the same way they're doing us. They say, okay, we didn't chase the black folks out of America. Now let's, let's chase these. Let's start with the Mexicans next. They still here. We run them back over to Mexico. So, you know, I'm not even worried about what's going on here in America no more. Uh, you know, I'm willing to support. Uh, the NFAC uh, support Ice Cube with his Black America contract but at the same time I'm preparing myself to even pack up and move out of America because uh, you can't keep going on with this fight this, this fighting stuff it's unnecessary 
you know so we've been fighting this for some years off and on you know everything things will go good for a while and then next thing you know you back out in the streets protesting again and all this and, and so um just at some point you know you might say everybody just everybody black just gonna have to pack up and leave you know you might not want to run from america but that may be what you have to do now for those of you want to stay here and keep getting the getting harassed and abused and, and being scared to drive in your car down the street because you're scared of getting pulled over, you know, or, or your, your, your son or your daughter might come up missing and, uh, and nobody knows where they're at because uh, a certain group, uh, terrorist group, got a hold to them and took their life. And now you don't know where your child at because there's a lot of missing black people uh, in America. And you done got black people that been found dead with their organs missing, organ trafficking. So it's just, you know, you never know when the, that day might come where you might come into a contact with one of these dangerous white supremacists. So um, you either got to stand up and, and unite and fight against this, or you don't have to pack up and leave and go over to another country. So it's like, you know, if you just sit and be quiet, that's not going to stop them. You know, some people just think, oh, well, if you just be quiet, don't say nothing. Just, do, you know, they won't bother. Oh, yeah, they will. They don't care nothing about you being quiet and peaceful. Look what they did to Martin Luther King. He was trying to be a peaceful protester and, and, and look how they abused him and then eventually killed him. So all that peaceful stuff don't mean they're not going to come after you, harass you uh, or something, or beat you, or, or, or hopefully they don't take your life. You never know when that day may come. There was just some people over in Africa. I was just watching on a video today, and they said, hey, y'all, y'all got to get out of there because you never know when that day may come where they come, to, come after you. You might be the next victim of the most dangerous terrorists in America. That's on government record. White supremacists are the most dangerous terrorists in America. They are very dangerous people. Um, you know, they just feel they can do anything to a black person. They'll come on your property and attack you. Uh, they'll attack you anywhere. You know, they just didn't got involved where they feel like they could just do anything. And so that is dangerous. And so that's why the NFAC, NFAC has come along. And, um, you know, so we'll see what happens. But anyway, I just wanted to bring that um, discussion up with you about the NFAC and what they were about. And um, y'all all be safe out there. And I'd like to thank you all for listening to Black Topics. If you like this podcast, please follow, share, and subscribe. Have a great day.